up everybody welcome back to sizing up i am your host jack the spec and i'm here on a spotify live for this one so very special late night edition live but i have another special guest she is fairly new to the giants community as of fall of last year and i'm gonna go ahead and let her introduce herself Hi guys, this is Elsa for Envy. I know my name's changed a little bit since I've had to um, <laughs> switch around my Instagram a bunch of times, but I'm still going to go by that. It's nice talking to you guys tonight. And it's a pleasure to have you on the show. It's really nice to have you on. I know we've been talking about doing this episode for a while. I have to stop myself because I got busy with life and holidays and all that, but we're getting back on track. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, um, I know you were excited to talk about some things that I've been seeing in your question boxes and whatnot. And, uh, you know, it's going to be cool to be able to get more of an in-depth type of, you know, view of what you do and how has your journey in this community been so far. So, I usually start off with, you know, the basic question, how did you end up finding this community? And uh, yeah, what, how did you just fall into this community? So realistically, at the time, I was um, kind of like, you know, flirting around with the idea of dating again. And so I went on a dating site, um, actually. <laughs> and I ended up talking to some guy, he was like, some type of army dude. I don't know. So we ended up chatting and like talking through messages or whatever. And, um, I told him I owned a business. And so he was like, Oh yeah, my, my cousin owns some type of business. She works with a lot of women, you know, I'm like, I'm going to see what she does. I don't remember what she does. So he like texted his cousin, got back to me and was like, Hey, um, she said she sells like foot pictures or something do you still want me to give her your contact? You know, like, and I was like, yeah, absolutely. So, um, oddly enough, like this wasn't like something that was super new to me. Like foot fetish wasn't like new to me at all. Um, I'm fairly open person in general. I have my own like personal experiences and like BDSM and stuff like that. So it wasn't anything that was like totally out there for me. I also had a friend that used to make a lot of foot fetish content. So it was like something that I'd heard of and I was like, okay, like I had filmed for her before. So, um, Anyways, so I reached out to um, who was his cousin, basically, and she was like, oh, yeah, have you ever heard of a giant, like, giantess, you know, fetish? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she basically was like, how tall are you? And, like, started asking me all these questions about, like, how I looked. And I, like, told her, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm, like, six feet. And I'm just like, what size shoes do you wear? And I was like, oh, size 12. And, like, it was just, like, weird questions, you know, like, that I didn't quite understand at the time. And she was like, wow, you're perfect. And so I'm like, okay, I got to look this up. So I think I spent like, honestly, it wasn't even that long. I feel like I really like dove straight into it. I think just because I'm into new stuff. Like I'm like, if it's new and I haven't heard of it, like I'm kind of just mad that I didn't know about it in the first place, right? And I was like, and clearly this lady's saying like, you fit into this perfectly. So I'm like, how do I not know about this? So um, I like Googled it, you know? And the first things that I saw was not really like, I guess, like the fetish side to it. It was more of like size perspective shooting. So like, um, initially, like when I kind of went to like images, I saw more of like the smaller content where people are like making small, smaller dioramas. Um, my best friend actually used to make like really small 
things. Like she used to just take everything and make it super small. So she used to like make like claymation type stuff that was like really tiny sets and stuff. So it was like, cool. Like I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like I've seen stuff like this, whatever. But then when I realized that there was like the opposite side of like making things look bigger, which is kind of like the opposite of what people typically try to do with photography, right? Because like most women are trying to look smaller or trying to look a certain way. And so it was kind of like a cool perspective of being like, wow, like I do really fit into this. I am a really big woman. And I was like, this is really cool that this is kind of like a celebration of that, right? So I think it didn't even take me a week to just start messing around with it. Honestly, um, the girl that I was talking to her, her name was Mariah. Um, I still kind of talk to her here and there. She checks in on me, but um, she used to be a giantess. I don't really know what her giantess name was, um, but she had sent me some of her photography that she had done and it was really, really cool. So um Anyways, so I just started kind of like trying to like mimic that, but also like I didn't really look at too much stuff. Like I never really looked at like other models pages or anything like that. I just kind of like was like, okay, when I envision like big and like making myself look bigger and like, you know, um, just the entirety of like, you know, shrinking things down or growing yourself. Like I just kind of came up with stuff artificially from my head from that point on for a while, really. Um, and then kind of started networking and like talking with different people. Originally, when I started in the community, though, to this um, girl that I talked to, she used to actually help me message people. So I'm sure some people like the first couple weeks that I was in the community, like got messages from her because I didn't actually message anybody. <laughs> she like and me were sharing an account. So um, it was kind of like an interesting thing. But it, it definitely, like I said, I'm still here and I enjoy it. And I've had a really fun time in it. But it was kind of like a, a weird entrance to it, you know? That's awesome. Yeah, it's always cool to hear different interests, um, like just to see how people enter into this differently. So always very unique, always very cool. And like, I'm trying to remember what exact month you uh, entered because it feels like you've been in for um, a good while now because I know you're still freshly new. But not exactly like new, new, but you've been involved in it for a while. So, yeah, it was September because I it was actually like very shortly after my birthday. My birthday is like September 5th. So I remember because it was like literally, I think, like the week after my birthday that I had started like looking into stuff. And then I like kind of just dove straight into it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And yeah, I kind of figured that was the case. So, yeah, not a little bit four or five months at this point um but that's I mean glad you're here I'm a big fan of yours and I know um there are other editors out there that really love your stuff um so going more into the whole community in general like how has it been for you we'll start off well this would be a two-parter question but we'll start off with uh editors how has that experience been for you to work with ed editors in the community that want to make these collages of uh, video edits and other things with you? Like, how has that experience been? I think the editors are my favorite <laughs> so far. Um, I don't know if it's because, like, I'm a lot of the editors are men and I've had an easier time dealing with men most of my life just because I have, like, 10 brothers. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like I'm just kind of a tomboy and it's a little bit easier for me to talk to guys sometimes. Um, but I feel like they've been the most welcoming or the most like um, giving me different perspectives or different ideas or kind of like teaching me like where um, 
like giantess fetish comes from, you know, because it was like extremely new for me, like I said. So it's been kind of nice to have like really good conversations. And I would say like friendships with a lot of the editors. I've mostly had positive experiences with all of the editors thus far. Like I talked to quite a few, I mean, almost daily. Um, so I think editors wise, I enjoy it. I really like the artistic aspect to it. Um, I like to do edits myself, you know what I mean? So I feel like it's something that I enjoy seeing. Um, I enjoy the content that editors make. I enjoy seeing like where their perspective comes from because obviously everybody's art is slightly different. Um, so, I mean, it's definitely something that I probably enjoy the most, um, is just kind of seeing what other editors come up with. Definitely. And going more off that for myself, I, I tend to try to look to see what everyone is doing and that allows me to have a different perspective. Like, Oh, I didn't think of it this way. So that's cool that you're able to draw from editors and really go off of, uh, you know, what they're creating and what they're making. And I think it's a very unique thing because not a lot of models do their own editing. They just mainly do the photos or video and then, you know, then editors handle it or ask if they can, you know, do that. So it's really interesting. I think you're probably, to my knowledge, to who I know, the only model that I know that, you know, does the editing as well. So what is that like for you? Um, not only modeling, but editing, like, I've always wanted to know that perspective. And I've never seen it before. And so you started doing it. And I'm like, huh, that's really cool. But yeah, how has that been for you overall? (laughs) So I didn't know that other people didn't. (laughs) You know what I mean? Until I started to like, it was weird. So like, honestly, like, I was like, I'll just touch like on like the bigger topic of that and then touch on that too. But Um, A lot of models, like, I had reached out to in the beginning, and a lot of people, like, didn't talk to me. So that was one thing I will say that was, like, a little bit off-putting at first. I think that's why I ended up talking with so many editors first, right? Just because I didn't have a lot of um, people that responded back to me. Um, I think as I, like, gained more followers, then I had models reaching out to me. Um, But at that point, like, I had kind of already stopped reaching out to models. Um, There's quite a few models now that I talk to that are really, really sweet and I've gotten to know and I really enjoy. Um, But I didn't know what they were doing, to be honest with you, because like, I feel like I felt kind of like when I started, I was really kind of like shut in, you know, as far as like, I was kind of in my own head. I wasn't really focused on what other people were doing. I was kind of just experimenting. And I literally like, if we're being honest, I didn't think anyone was going to like what I was doing. Like, I didn't really know what I was doing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't like, referencing things or like you know how you were saying like going and looking at different people's pages and getting these like I wasn't doing that at all I was kind of just like being like okay this sounds cool I'm gonna do it and like it was kind of just artificial so um I guess like I you know didn't I'm trying to think of like the way way to put it I didn't really think to reach out so then now going forward like in the last like two months I would say I've talked to more models and then that's when I started to get the perspective that other people weren't editing their own stuff because like even as far as like making customs and stuff like that I edit all of mine and I was like I remember like I had reached out about it actually when I was talking to a different model and I was like gosh I spend a lot of time editing you know because like it was like customs would take me like a full-blown like at least a weekend 
just to edit a few of them because it was like making sure that like I was getting like mm -hmm. these different, you know, takes. I also do like a lot of different angles and then I try to get them to like filter into each other very smoothly and like transition them. So like it was taking me a lot of time to make them. And I was like, man, like I feel like, you know, I was like, I'm doing a lot of like work, but I'm like not charging very much. And so I'd kind of talk to somebody about it. Um, and they were like, yeah, I don't edit anything or use lighting or anything like that. And I was like, really? And like, it wasn't like, like, I don't think like it's a huge deal or anything like that, but I was just like, I had, did not know that that was a thing. So then I think that's when I started to look at it as the perspective of like, oh, I think like maybe I'm one of the few people doing this. Um, I think the only reason I did that is like, for me, I've always like really been an artistic person. Like I've always loved art just in general. Like I used to do sculpture and um, I did a lot of oil painting and like mixed media art and um, like kind of my whole life I've went through like different phases of different types of art, right? Typically, you know, hand art. I've never done digital art. Um, so like this is like super cool and new for me. It's like finding a new art form. And like I think as like a mom, like I really had never, I don't have time to like pull out a full-blown oil paint like set up and turpentine and like put, you know what I mean? Like you have to have a lot of space to do that. So sorry. Um, but I think that like, this was like kind of a good outlet for me is really how I viewed it as like being able to be artistic, um, do something that I really enjoy doing. And then also like doing it in a different way. Cause so I basically like every time I can learn something about it or I get like kind of an itch I can't scratch, I just start trying to learn something new um, as far as what I can do for content. Um, so I think like that's kind of where it came from. I don't think I really did it for other people. I did it because I was enjoying it and I enjoy it. That's why like sometimes I, you know, I tell people, I'm like, I don't make certain content or, you know, sometimes people ask me to do certain stuff and it's like, I don't always like just do what people say. Like I kind of just like to do what I like to do because it's like something that I enjoy, you know, I don't want to take like the fun out of it or um, make it something that feels like work all the time you know absolutely i i've been there i i tell people all the time like the moment where i feel like this feels like more of an obligation obligation and me not really having fun which is where the original purpose of my account is then i i would probably lose the spirit to you know continue you know making this content so yeah. i hear where you're coming from and 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 that's what i tell people all the time like yeah like if if you're if you just so happen to profit off of it cool fine but don't don't lose that original purpose that you did it for it shouldn't like it should be something you still have fun with so i definitely what you're saying with that so exactly yeah um my next question in terms of uh your edits do you find yourself doing a lot more of um because i i've been seeing how they've evolved because i know you were doing photo and then i've been seeing these little mini videos where you add these virtual effects like uh i love the one where you were like it was like you were blowing smoke and they were spiraling it and that was really cool i love that one that was really yeah cool. <laughs> um, yeah so yeah. How is it for you when you're just um what's your process when you go to uh make these edits um for yourself? Because I know some people take a very try to take the realistic approach, but I just love that you've gone in this fantasy direction. Um and that's always cool. So 
I just definitely want to hear your process and where you go, where you, when you decide to uh, edit a photo of yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm like one of those people that like spam takes photos when I take them. So sometimes it's like, I'll have photos sitting there or videos sitting there for like in a, a really long time. And then I like, one day I get an idea for it. So it's like, I hold out on them until I can figure out like exactly what I want to do. And like, honestly, like, I don't know, it just kind of hits me sometimes. I think the one with the fire actually was funny. That was Soulscapes. Um, I did one with smoke. And then I was like, man, wouldn't it be cool if I could breathe fire? So he actually like instantly sent me an edit of the fire because we use like one of the same editing apps. Um, but anyways, it, I, I think like my perspective is just like, I don't know, I like to have fun. Like, I feel like to me, like there's so many different aspects to Giantess. Like some of it is very like, I mean, all of it in a, in a way, right, takes a lot of imagination, right? And so to me, it's not too far to like yeah. think about kind of going like a little bit of a fantasy realm sometimes because I think it's like it makes it fun and interesting and it also kind of stays within the same realm, but it's a little bit different. Because like one thing I will say, and like this is not, um, I don't I don't want this to sound like mean because like I just feel like I see a lot of the same content and I like the content, but I also like want to see different stuff sometimes. So sometimes I try to think like, what would be a little bit different like that we don't see very often? Because I feel like it can get like a little bit mundane. It's like seeing the same picture over and over and over again. Like eventually, you know, you might want to do a different color, you know, or something like that. Um, and so I feel like that was something that I had kind of noticed was just kind of a lot of like the same thing and just trying to think outside of the box. I have a few like other ideas that I've had that I just like haven't figured out how to create. So sometimes I keep like a backlog of ideas or like right now I have a bunch of props that are kind of just like sitting around waiting for me to have like the, you know, time to film. The problem is it's like filming yourself is kind of hard. <laughs> so like, it's not that it's not, it's not that it's hard necessarily. It's that I feel like I'm kind of perfectionistic about it. So when I get into filming, like if it's not exactly how I want it to be, like I will just never post it. You know what I mean? So like it becomes really frustrating because it's not that anyone else is holding me to like a certain standard. It's that I'm pretty tough on myself being like this. I have this vision. I want it to be what it's supposed to be. And if it's not that, I just don't feel like it's done. Um, so I have like quite a few ideas that I kind of just like write down, honestly, as they come to me. And then I kind of try to figure out ways to create them. So sometimes it's not something that I can like feasibly do at the moment. But then I kind of work towards being like, how would I create this later on? And so, um, you know, hopefully as I kind of get further into the community and I work with more editors, because I really do enjoy working with editors um, and photographers, then maybe they can help me create some of them just because it's a little bit easier, like, to not have to be doing like, okay, I need the lighting here. I need to put the camera here. Um, another thing that I've been doing is like setting up multiple cameras at one time to get different angles of a shoot. That was like a really good idea that I got um, from somebody um, just, yeah, that I had not thought about. So it makes it a lot easier to stream together stuff. So I mean, so there's a lot of cool things that I can do, but it's still easier to have another person, right. Or another like professional grade camera, you know, or it's, you know, something like that. So, I mean, there's quite a few ideas that I have coming to me, but I feel like realistically, it's just like, I've always been like a spark of the moment thing. Like I'd be sitting in the bathtub or eating dinner or whatever, and then I just get like an idea. And then, like I said, I usually, sometimes I can create it right away because it's something simple or easy or whatever. And then sometimes that's something that I have to kind of put on the back burner until I can figure out like how to get it done. 
you know? Right. Feel that. I, and that's someone, as someone who's basically the editor and also shooting the, like, content, I definitely feel where it's coming from. Because, like, there are days where I get, like, frustrated. Like, damn, I don't have a model here to, like, get this shot off. Or, like, <laughs> yeah. I have this spur of the moment. And, like, I can't just do that. So it gets really frustrating. Um, so yeah, I definitely hear where you're coming from with that. Just yep. being able to do spur of the moment and like I gotta keep this in my back pocket. Um, I think you have the I would say you guys have the advantage though when you're able to just shoot something and see how it looks. Whereas us are like, well, I need an actual model to be here. And that's yeah. what makes it frustrating. So I definitely hear where you're coming from. It's interesting to hear it from um your side as you're on the modeling side of it. So um, hearing that perspective is always interesting because you can always look at different angles. And I and I feel like that's something um, when you were going back to the point you were making about how things get a bit mundane and you're seeing the same thing and it can be very repetitive. And and like I said, if that's what you like, that's fine. But I am, I am the same way. Like I've been trying to focus on different POVs, different situations, yeah. uh, get away from... And I, I do want to get into yeah. this discussion, but I've been trying to get away from like so much feet. Like I get it. It, it is a, it, like, I don't get me wrong. Yeah. I have a foot fetish myself, but I feel like the giant's fetish is so much more layered than that. So yeah. I always try to look at different ways. Like, I don't know, let's get some things yeah. in there. Like we're working with the whole body here. It doesn't, doesn't have to be primarily feet. Like on this woman. Exactly. Yeah. Being, more present and you're just bringing that out more because she's bigger so everything's expanded in that way so lately what i've been trying to do is at least you know bring that threat like let's bring this you know this threat of size into other interactions so i definitely hear where you're coming from where you're you know i mean don't get me wrong i love me yeah. a good pov stomp but i can only see that so many times before i you know i mean like i want to see something else so I definitely hear where you're coming from from that perspective. Yeah. Um, going into that, um, how do you feel about the giantess fetish and the foot fetish? Do you feel like they should be more separated or do you feel like it's, I guess, too closely associated with foot fetish? Because, yeah, go ahead. I was shocked at how closely related they were because I wouldn't have thought they would be. So, like, it's kind of like, you know, when you're, like, coming into something. It's interesting because, like, I have talked to people about this, about multi-pool concepts. But it's, like, sometimes when you've been in something a really long time, you don't really notice that, like, you've gotten used to things, right? And so it just seems normal. But it's, like, it's not always normal. Like, I've had a few conversations with, like, a few editors where they're, like, yeah, but that's just normal. And I was, like, how is that normal? Like, not, not like, more so, like, I'm trying to think of, like, certain interactions I've had where I'm just like, this was a really interesting interaction that I was like, why did this person talk to me like this or blah, 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 blah. And I've had people be like, well, that's just normal. And I'm like, well, that doesn't seem normal to me, you know? So it's like people, I think, get used to certain things, but I did not realize that um, foot fetish would be so closely related with giantess. Honestly, I thought it would have been more focused on like every part of the body. So like, there's been like a few ideas that I've had that are kind of like, um, are definitely not feet related. I feel like I have a foot fetish as well. And so I feel like I like making foot fetish content. I really do. I enjoy it. Um, something that I obviously do. But when it comes to giantess, like I would prefer to do 
slightly different um, content just because I'm like, I feel like I'm just making foot fetish content. Because even when I make foot fetish content, I just have big feet and I'm a big person. So I feel like honestly labeling it as giantess is not necessarily being true to the title in my opinion. But this is obviously me coming in as like a, you know, brand new, you know, person. Um, but I like, I really like hand content. I really would like to do like a focus on like different areas of the body as well. Um, just in general, because I feel like there's a lot of really fun ways that you could, um, make yourself appear larger. However, I do notice when I do some of those concepts, I mean, the response from the community, I think is just like, it's positive. Like I'm not saying it's not positive, but it's much less, you know? So I think people are really used to what they're used to. Right. And so like, I don't think that they like necessarily hate the other stuff, but I think like a lot of people are more focused on the feet as far as like what I've seen response wise. Um, even as far as like when I opened up, um, I actually kind of did like, I'm calling it an experiment. So, you know, as my Instagrams have shut down, <laughs> I've kind of tried different stuff when starting them back out. And I've actually significantly had like an easier response posting foot content, like as far as like, you know, cause I usually do a creator profile so you can see the insights and stuff like that. Um, I've had much more of a response on that than actually like my giantess content. So, um, I, that's why I've always said like, I do giantess content for me, <laughs> you know? So like when I do make something like that's why I want it to be the way I want it to be, because I'm like, I don't really care what you guys like as, as horrible as that sounds. It's just like, I'm making this for me and because I enjoyed it, not necessarily because of the response, but I will say as far as like, if we're going to go into like what I've seen as the response, it is much less of a response when I'm not posting foot giantess content so so i mean there have been times where i am literally just um like there have been times where i'm just sitting here like i i, I mean and it, i'm like yes i know I, you guys want to see the stompers i totally get it totally get it. but like <laughs> like one important aspect i love about giantess is like vor i love that shit it i i would eat that shit up in a heartbeat um, so like I want to see scenarios like yeah. that I've been recently looking into getting more tools for that um, I've recently got I'm recently yeah. looking into an endoscope that allows you to see inside like inside out of the mouth and like yeah. I'm trying to get that for my shoots like man I can have models like chewing different yeah. foods in a tiny and doing a whole video off of that so like I'm trying to push the envelope I mean I get it feet I get it. Exactly. I love I love feet too, but at the same time, like, um, I just don't want this to be then so closely associated to where it's like this is just an extension of the foot fetish. And then you know, and I guess in my um almost two years in this community, it's kind of like I want to see more. And um, I feel like as you grow, like you've been saying that you've been in this, the longer the longer you're doing something, yeah you're going to start saying, okay, what's the next thing I can do? What's the next thing I can, like, push? I think you start to get that in the back of your mind. Like, you can still do what you're yeah. doing, and you notice what gives you numbers and what doesn't. And, but still, at the end of the day, like, but still, I want to make something that I'm happy about, as you said. And Yeah. Um, well, and I – sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt you uh, – so I think like in general too, like, and that probably goes plays back into like the fantasy aspect of it. So I think I'm also like a little bit of a weird giantess because like in my head, the way that I enjoy giantess fetish is like more so being like, I keep my tiny, you know, 
<laughs> my tiny prisoners. So like, I don't necessarily like always want it to just end. Does that, do you know what I mean? And I feel like that's not a yeah, popular yes. opinion. Um, and so that's actually the hardest thing that I have with giantess fetish, because I would prefer, like, I feel like I think of it more cinematic, right? Like, so in my head, I'm like, I would rather have, you know, like, there's not one Lord of the Rings, you know, there's multiple Lord of the Rings. So like, to me, it's like, I would rather have like, there'd be like a storyline, you know, for like, this is what we're doing, you know, and like have different things. Like as far as like, that's where you can kind of get away from the, the foot content as well. It's like, you know, I could show myself playing with them or how I, you know, do different things daily instead of being like, okay, here you are two minutes after this, you're gone. You know what I mean? And I don't really like that. I don't like that. There's like, it's just like here by, you know, it's like too quick and final for me. So like a lot of times I feel like that's also like where my perspective is different because I would prefer to not have it be the end. Clear when I make customs, that's 99% of them. Um, I had one that I really enjoyed. Um, it was purse carrying content. I love purse carrying content. It was like the funnest thing that I ever made. I truly enjoyed like making all of those videos and like um, I got to keep the person like there was it was like it was nice it was like okay I feel like this is like the type of story I want like I could continue this or end it or do whatever I want and I feel like it feels more free that way versus being like this is final this is done you know yeah no I, I love that I love that um because my whole ever since I've made ever since I've become Jack the Speck my whole gimmick is like I somehow survive these shoots with these giants all the time. And like my whole gimmick is I just respawn. Like you can get rid of me. I'm just gonna <laughs> like in a video game. I'm just gonna come back. I mean I mean, why would you just wanna end me when you can just, you know, fuck around and like torch like I'll, I'll be your pet. I'm not trying to give you a hard time here. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's exactly how I feel. Yeah, I, I hear you. I wish there were a lot m more there's a storyline you can you can have fun with this like you just don't have to like end it just like that yeah. i mean you you are one of like a very few models that i know that just don't want to like eviscerate their tinies right away I'm like what's the point they're gone or or one important thing that i've always yeah. had like a pet peeve about like and again this is this is for no one that like if you're into it I'm not shaming you, but it's a pet peeve of mine. What I couldn't stand or I never got was when like there would be stories where like, you know, guy shrinks and all of a sudden his significant other doesn't like him all of a sudden because he's small and then he, she just gets rid of them like that. Like, I need some context. Like, yeah. Like, why would you yeah. just lose all, well, you know, emotional attachments that quickly um, you're not gonna try to care for this person. You're not gonna try to help them, and you know. Yeah. I mean, at least give me something that I can, you know, lore-wise. You know, I'm I'm a lore whore. I I need I need that context. So I feel where you're coming from. And yeah. It's a, it's well, I feel like there should be more of a storyline. I feel like it takes away from the realness of it because I feel like imagination is painting a picture, mm -hmm. right? So to me, it's like, how much of a picture does it paint if I make it so quick and final? Like there's not, you know, and just really no context. Like, I feel like, 
I don't know. I just feel like maybe that's something that people are just used to. Cause like, as I, as I've talked to people privately, I feel like when I've shared this perspective, a lot of people are in agreement. but then it's like, then publicly, I feel like people are so much less likely to say that even as far as like my questionnaires are like looking at other giantesses questionnaires. And like I said, it's definitely not like trying to say anything um, poorly about anybody. Cause everybody is obviously like their con content is their content and they have every right to make it. Um, but as far as like even questions I ask, like people are always just like, Oh, you stop me. And da, 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 which, you know, whatever. But I'm just like, it's not, you know, if you've looked at my questionnaires, you'll see me be like, no, like I probably just keep you, you know? And like, I feel like I don't see that very often, but it's interesting to me because it's just like, I mean, it doesn't make the story any more real for me, for you to like, be like, you showed up in my house and like, you know, two minutes from now you're gone. Like, you know, it's just like, who's angry. Like, and also the other part to it too is like, you know, even versus like, I feel like I have more experience like being a dominatrix and like people, it's like being a dominatrix does not mean 24 seven, you're on this violent war path or like there, but there's also like a give and take, you know, if you're, you're a dom and you have a sub, like there's a level of trust, there's boundaries, there's, you know what I mean? There's levels, right? Like some people like more extreme things some people like less extreme things but there's also like there's nobody in the world that's just dominant a hundred percent of the time even if it's one percent one percent of the time you're just human you know like you're you're not like always on that level and so like that's one thing that like like I said I think why I've had a hard time with it is just like um being like nobody is just stomping out tinies a hundred percent of the time do you know what i mean like nobody just woke up every day as a giantess and said i'm fucking angry and all i want to do is tear shit up you know and so like that's why i feel like it's just unrealistic and i for me it's like i'm logical so like maybe that's the problem is like i think of it very logically like what would i actually do in this scenario and i play it how i would play it and so i think like I think that was helpful as far as like not looking at other people's content initially, because then I got to form those opinions for myself and be like, this is what I want it to be. And then kind of like now seeing what other people are doing, like appreciating it, but also being like, you know, I can go a different route if I want to. That, and that's always good. Um, it, for me, that's always been the thing, especially when I'm like giving, if I'm, when I'm doing like my long flicks with a model, I always say, what would you do? I'm just going to give you the premise. I want you to act like how you would in this one. Like, um, when I first started doing these big collab flicks, it would be like, all right, I want you to act act as this. And, you know, over time, after, like, the third one, I'm like, okay, I'm going to scale it back. I, I just like to give the premise and just let the model go about it. Like, what would you do in this situation, and how would you handle it? And yeah. it's been refreshing because, like, a lot of the endings and some of them don't involve them getting, like, ended. Sometimes they're kept. Sometimes they're put somewhere else. Sometimes, you know, yeah. they, they yeah. let them escape willingly, you know. Sometimes they make it a game. And I I love, love, love that yeah. you said, like, and that's what I feel like that's what's missing. And I don't think, and I, and part of me feels like I don't think it's a, I don't think it's, like, inherently a model thing but it's like you said it's what the community is used to they expect a giantess to be just this angry dominating figure that is just perpetually looking to destroy 
And, you know, I, yeah. I tell people all the time, like, I prefer a gentle, playful giantess. Like, I, I mean, I, like, what if they, what if they didn't stop on us? You know? And I get those looks like, bro, you, you good? We exist to get stepped on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. What if we, what if we did? Yeah. What, no, exactly. Harmony, you know, I get like, like, <laughs> so I, I love that. But no, that, that's what's cool. And I think that's why I'm drawn to the models that infuse their personality and are just not going to end you. Like, you know, like, oh, I want you to do this to me. And I love that. I get pushback. Like, no, I'm going to do whatever I want with you. And I'm like, okay, yeah, no. That's yeah. Not, I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Do whatever you want to me. <laughs> and that, yeah. Well, it makes so much better content because like I tell people and I don't know, I'm waiting for like the first person that like just comes out and just like Alpha's a bitch, you know, <laughs> because I tell people so bluntly, like, this is going to be fucking bad if you make me do that. Like, and like, you know, when people ask me for a specific kind I'm like, no, like, that's going to be terrible. Because if it's like not me, I'm like, this is going to be like, you know, when you just see like really, really bad acting and it's just like choppy. Like, it's like when yeah. people give me like whole typewriter scripts, you know, I'm like, this is going to come out horrible. This is not how I talk. I don't sound like this. Like... I'm not gonna, this is gonna be bad. And I tell them that, like, initially, I'm like, I'll make it. It's gonna be terrible. Nobody thus far has still made me make it after saying that. They may have never talked to me again. But I was like, you know, it's, I like, I can't get myself to like want to make stuff that I'm like, this is just not who I am. Or, um, but I think like it just depends too, because like I said, I was like, as far as like the people that do have like the, you know, just like the final, like the same kind of content, I feel like they feel pressured maybe into making it because um, it is what's popular. Right. And some people do make like good money off of this. Like, I mean, just to right. be realistic, you know? So it's like, I think for me, like I off put a lot of people in my inbox because to me, like, it's like, I don't really care if I make money or not, I'm not going to say that I don't like getting money back because I do spend quite a bit of money making stuff. Like I will fully say I've put a lot of money into making content. So like, I don't mind getting that money back. However, at the end of the day, like I'm not doing it to like make ends meet. And I know for some people they are. So like, it's definitely not like a judgment. It's like, I understand that. However, it makes me sad because then I feel like sometimes we're getting content that's just like, I feel like I have to make this because this is what's popular, not necessarily what's coming from like my heart, right? Right, right, and and that's always the difficult balance. Um, I'm like, I'm gonna keep pushing boundaries and doing different things. Like I've like I've recently decided, you know what? I'm gonna make a unaware POV type video. That's gonna be taboo. That's gonna be different. But you know what? It makes me happy, and I want to see how it turns out. You know, and that's something yeah. you don't see often. And that's yeah. what's frustrating. Like, I, I feel like, you know, there can be the the content creator side can be a bit, it, it sucks a bit because you, you have to like, yeah. do I have to listen to the numbers or do I have to listen to my heart? And it, and it, and it fucking sucks. I've seen so yeah. many creators come and go and like, I'm not getting anything from this anymore. I'm like, but you're losing, as I said before, you're losing the original purpose of why you did this content. Like, you're doing it as a, you know, you're doing it as yeah. something you enjoy and that you have a personal love and interest in. And to see that taken away because you're looking at the insights and like, I don't know, but um, it, 
and I can understand how that happens. I know some people who've been doing this content for years, and sometimes you just get tired of looking at, you know, giant women. I mean, I, I've had my, I've had months where I'm like, damn, I need to stop looking at this. I mean, not, don't, <laughs> I kind of, I need to settle down so I don't get tired of it. That's why, you know, like every, yeah. so every three or four months, I often just say, I need to take a step back, just not look at it for a month and something else. Yeah. As long as you can only eat so much sugar. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. So that's, that's always been, um, that's always been my thing. So that's, that's what keeps me motivated because I can step away from it, take some time away, and then I can come back refreshed and renewed and ready to go. So I definitely like love that you're you take a very different approach and you know like i said i mean if people don't push boundaries then you're not going to get anything different ever and it's good that you know that are not only editors but models out there that are trying to push those boundaries so i love that um speaking of models um are there any models that you've uh been drawn to ever since you've been in this community um i know we've talked about uh a few um i know like you know, Zilla, Zilla, like, loves you, like, oh, she's a sweetheart, um, you know, conversations back and forth, but yeah, she loves you, but is there any uh, models out there that you, uh, you know, look at their content and, um, see good work or inspired by or anything of that sort? You know who, um, I am really taken by, and I don't know if I've seen her a little bit lately, um, Goddess Leona, I feel like I don't see her posted a lot, but I love her stuff. Like, her perspective shooting is really, really good. Um, do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, she's really good. I know she recently uh, had to make a new account, but yeah, no, she's good. Her perspective. Yeah, I feel like she's very unique and creative with her perspective shooting. Um, I like Princess Ashburns. I also think I like Princess Ashburns because I like her personality and just who she is as a person, too. So I feel like it's, um, I feel like that also draws me to people if, like, I feel like they're good people, you know, after talking to them. Like, I definitely will say I have preferences to people that I um, have good conversation with. So I, I love talking to Princess Ashburn. She's very sweet. And um, she was actually one of the first models, I feel like, that really talked to me and was kind to me and really, like, responsive to me. So I appreciate her a lot. Um, and then... Trying to think. Not that, like, I feel like I've had a lot of foot fetish models that I've been focused on <laughs> a little bit. So I don't know why. I was like, that's where my head's been at a little bit. Um, but I want to say I definitely like um, Pogzilla. I know that her accounts keep getting deleted. Um, so it's, like, been hard to follow her since for a while because she's had all this stuff going on. But I definitely talk to her here and there, and I adore her. She seems like she's very sweet. Um trying to think of who else like I don't always remember people's names Jack it's not even like me trying to be mean I'm just like all over the place I'm like I'm all over the place and sometimes I see stuff I'm like that's cool you know um or I see people on editor pages and then I don't always like know who it is right away um gosh I know there's a few others um I like OG goddess desire Eden's desire do you know what I'm talking about I like her stuff, probably because she's got a nice ass. <laughs> so maybe I'm biased. Um, let me see. I'm trying to think. I like I said, I was like, it's hard because I feel like I follow, like, my, my Instagram feed is, like, a lot of editor pages. <laughs> so 
so it's like hard for me to be like, how many models accounts do I have? Um, and then a lot of them like that I've been seeing recently, like I said, are mostly just foot fetish models. Um, so I feel like that it's not falling into giantess, but that's kind of like the first ones that came up to me is like Princess Ashburns and probably Goddess Leona, honestly. Those are probably like the two that I follow the most and um see their posts the most. So clearly I'm like liking their stuff and my algorithm's like, you like this. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Yeah, no, um, both of those two are pretty damn good at what they do, especially in the giant sphere. So yeah, and like, um, another and a question I've always been getting, like, um, or or not a question, but more like, do you like? And I guess this is a fan question, so I guess we um move into that one. Um, but uh, interesting fan question I've gotten is, do you feel like when making content that height and foot size makes a difference when making giantess content or do you see that otherwise because i've go ahead oh no no you finished yeah i was just saying for me like i've seen like like princess ash burns she she's only like five two and like before i even shot with her in person i thought you i'm like oh i thought you were like five seven or something which goes to show you put a lot of work in your pov so incredible but how do you feel yeah. like that goes in terms of um, how you shoot? Like, I know you don't have the perspective of, because you're, you're obviously yeah. a tall person. So it's pretty different. So how is that for you? And how would you yeah. go about, you know, answering that question? I'm going to throw some curveballs. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> so that was a curveball for me when I entered Giantess community was I thought everybody would be big for real. <laughs> When I started finding out people were small, I was like, whoa, whoa now. What yeah. the fuck is this, right? Like, you know what I mean? Because, like, I had somebody tell me the other day that I'm not going to expose them, but it was one of the models, and she was like, I am 4'11". And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> not that there was anything wrong with that, but I just was, like, truly, like, no idea you were 4'11". Like, like how do you get in those POVs and you're so... We are a foot, we are a foot different. Like, we, I was like, we should do a shoot where you ride on my shoulders. <laughs> Of course, my mind goes to content right away. I will let you ride my shoulders tomorrow. So, um, anyway, so I was thrown aback by it. I had um, an editor explain it to me. They were just like, well, it's all a fantasy if you really think about it. So, I mean, does it really matter? No. And also, if you shrink somebody down, technically, you are bigger than them. And so it was explained to me. But I will say that when I initially figured that out, I was like, very confused for a minute it took me a second okay and it took me a second I was like it's fine I get it now didn't get it right off the bat um I'm actually gonna go on the opposite I think it's harder to shoot because I'm so damn tall and the reason why I'm gonna say this is for example somebody sent me they wanted me to do a comic with them which it's cool and eventually it's gonna happen I think coming up but um they this was the cutest I, I this editor made me very happy because they sent me the photos they wanted but with them in them and I don't know why but I found it to be like the cutest thing I've ever gotten like I was really like wow first of all you're really good at taking pictures of yourself second of all this is great like I know exactly what I need to do but holy shit recreating those photos was so hard for me because the angles that they got were really perfect but like I'm so tall sometimes I can't get myself in the camera. So if you've noticed, like on my page, I don't have as many full body shots. And that's because to get myself full body shot in a giantess photo is hard without with clarity. 
So that's what I want to say. Like, because for me, I don't want to post post some blurry, right. low grade quality shit. So for me to like get myself to be in focus when I'm so high up off the ground and also my feet are fucking really big. So like one thing that I realized is like sometimes like there's certain perspectives where it's like I, I want to have the camera close, right? Because I'm trying to get like more of a giantess perspective. But if it's too close, my feet will not fit in the frame. So I have to be so far back from my camera, which, okay, like coming from this perspective where you were saying like as a, you know, an editor that needs models, as a model, though, I have to, like, I can't necessarily always see myself. I like my GoPro because there's a screen on the front where I can now see myself. But, like, I can't always see myself. So when I shoot with my phone, I have a fucking mirror behind my phone because if I use the right. selfie camera, it's bad quality. So I have to use the portrait camera. So then I have to switch my phone around while I can't see myself. So I have no idea what I look like. So I have to keep constantly getting up to see if the angle's correct and then adjusting it and then sitting back down and then doing it again, right? So it can take me, like, a super long time to shoot versus, like, if I had somebody else taking a photo, they'd be like, move this way, move that way. You know what I mean? I just have to keep adjusting. So I will say, I was like, I think being taller is actually harder because the angles to make them look like, because I mean, obviously you want to have your body like angled a certain way to be appealing and different things. I feel like it's much harder because I am really big. So if I'm too close to the camera, it's like, I'm not in frame. Like I'm completely out of frame. I'm too big for the frame or too far away though and then you're not really getting that like giantess perspective shooting versus like like i said the model that told me that she was 411 i was like i get it now because she can always get her face really clear her feet really clear so even when you're doing like a foot pose you know from that angle everything's very clear because you're not that far away from the camera so like that makes sense now like i'm getting it so as much as you would think that it would be easier i don't know if it is i think and even like as far as like for example um, I had my GoPro, I was doing like a shoot um, using my GoPro on the counter. But like that's, I'm way taller than my counter in my kitchen, you know what I mean? So there's certain stuff like, it's like, what level do I put my camera on when I'm shooting myself if I'm really tall? Like I had somebody try to ask for an upward angle. Wow. There's nothing in my house that I can make an upward angle on shooting downwards that isn't like on top of my kitchen cabinets versus if I was short, I could probably do that on a bunch of different things in my house. Do you get what I'm saying? So it is actually a little bit harder <laughs> like i would say that you know uh, i think it'd be easier to yeah. shoot a shorter model when i think about it that's fair and i and i tell people all the time because like i guess this is, i guess it's a good example because i did i was able to shoot with pog and i think she was it was very refreshing for her personally because you know she didn't have to worry about having to tilt the camera because i could i was always there so i could always you know tilt it up yeah with a shorter model it's easier um like princess ashburn she's only five two which again blows my mind i'm like there's no way your camera's magic but um but like <laughs> you're able to get you're able to see different things and i tell people all the time like yeah when you go into a shoot or if you ever get to shoot with a model you got to you got to make the camera work with their body it's always going to be different no matter what you do yeah. and that's how you get the good angles sometimes it sometimes the camera will fight you and it sucks it absolutely positively fucking sucks but you, you got to be able to work with yeah, get the camera to work with your body and your proportions, and sometimes that makes certain things hard. Like, for example, like when you were talking about how like you your feet are huge, like you said. So, like 
unfortunately, you're going to have to sacrifice something. We're not going to be able to see your full body. Like, it's probably just going to be mostly legs and your feet. And there's no way you can, like, tilt the camera ever so slightly. And that's always <laughs> um, one trick that I've heard that a model uses. And I, I and this is going to be a nice little tip for any model that listens to this podcast. I'm going to tell you, um, if you have a smart TV, you can always, like, cast your phone to the TV. That way, you have a big screen to see what's going on. And then. Um, oh, that's yeah. fucking smart. I'm technologically impaired. So, you know, I need these tips. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shoot. Casting, yeah, cast your phone to your TV and, you know, just see what's going on. And that way, you're always keeping in a track of what's going on. That way, you don't have to, you know, sit up and look over. You can just glance over and say, okay. Is this in focus? This is not in focus. So, like, you always got to look for little, like, you know, cheat codes to, like, try to make it work for yourself. And I... Yeah, go ahead. No, you're good. I was just agreeing with you. (laughs) And then on on top of that, like, when you're working with a smaller camera, because, like, a GoPro is going to be a bit more easier to work with, because, yeah, it's smaller, but it has a much wider, like, focal point working for it but does. at the same time, you yeah. still got to work with that because that's a whole different tool. And you got to remember that the lens is going to be wider. So it might be a bit more wider than what your original photo would be if you shot on your phone. So there's a lot going on there. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, just because, I mean, the taller giants doesn't necessarily mean it's easier for them. And, you know, I, I think that's just something important that I think you know, fans and followers need to understand. Like, it's always, it's always not easy. It's always not easy. Yeah. Well, and another funny one I got one time was somebody asked me, I have a glass table. They're like, can you stand both feet on top of the glass table? And I was like, I will die. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I am really big. I don't know. Like, because they're like, I had one person do it once. And I was like, they were probably 115 pounds, five one. You know what I mean? I was like, there's no way. I'm getting on top of a glass table and it's going well for anybody. I don't care what kind of glass it is. <laughs> it's like that industrial grade, you know, fucking glass. I don't know. It made me laugh because they said it. And then I very much so very bluntly said, I'm not going to die for this. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I mean, for the sake of under glass content, I get it. There's other appeal to it, but mm, I always get nervous. Like we can do under glass content. Like, are you sure? I don't want you to die. Like we can do... <laughs> I was like, I don't know if five minutes is worth my life, it's my feet, not, my legs. <laughs> I, I just, I just couldn't be asked to do that. Like, like that would be disastrous. I mean, it. It was just funny because I was like, the fact that you thought that I could do it, like I'm impressed that I, I'm, I'm flattered. <laughs> but I was like, there's, there's no way, it's not happening. I can on my acrylic chair. I figured that out, but I cannot on my glass table. So the things you realize, I actually appreciate my acrylic chair sometimes more than my glass table. So that's another uh, point of view. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, and it's funny because like um, when someone asks me about under glass content and I'm like, I don't know, man, I don't, I don't want a model to send me footage. And then it's that. And then, um, a model and I were talking like wouldn't it be funny if like they were like okay get this so what if I accidentally fall through but it's a tiny so it's a meta thing where the tiny gets crushed because he wanted this content so bad and I'm like that would be hilarious 
I, I'm not, I don't know who's ever yeah. done that, but PSA, if any model wants to do a parody where they, if you have a glass to destroy and you just want to do it for the lows where you just land on and it's a butt crush by accident because the tiny was too horny, I totally down to edit that. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I'm like, ugh, it's crazy the requests that, you know, y'all get sometimes. I'm like, man, how, like, like let's be sensible here folks it's wild so that's hilarious yeah. and, I'm, and i'm glad to like i'm glad that you shared that because like i'm like y'all like you gotta laugh sometimes because it's just like it's the fact that people think i can do it like i'm like i am glad you have faith in me mm-hmm. however i need to put some realism in your brain because sometimes people want a cinematic experience too and i'm like i could absolutely make that with a film crew <laughs> Telling you, I'm yeah. telling you, half the time I'm like, you know what? I mean, we, we I need multiple. I I need to get micro and Nike, and I I need to get all the homies with me to do what I'm asking. Like I, I'm a one man crew, y'all. I, I can't do can't do this all by ourselves. Yeah, oh, man. Oh my god. Man, man. Is it Nike MD or Nike MD? I see him on Saturday. You know that, right? I'm like, what am I saying? <laughs> I'll I've ask. said I've said Nike MD this entire time. Everyone else that referred to him on this show has said Nike MD. So I'm going to ask him about that name when I see him Saturday. <laughs> like where he came up with that. Pronounced differently than by all means, let me know because I would feel bad if I've been saying it wrong. And the fun. I've been saying it wrong too. So we're all feeling bad. Somebody is feeling bad. Yes. <laughs> And the thing is, this man's been like this man has an old YouTube video from like 2007 about like making like collages, and I'm like, holy! I'm like, I told him like, dude, you still have that video up that you made back in the day, like on super old YouTube? He's like, yeah, that's still up. And I'm like, what? And like, yeah, that's how I got my start. Um, but speaking of upcoming collaborations and whatnot, um, are you excited? Well, actually, by the time this comes out. The collaboration will already be over with Nike, but nonetheless, um, speaking of that, how how excited are you to work with someone like uh, Nike MD? He is probably like one of the standards in giant photography, which is weird to say because like, um, he he's really yeah. good at what he does. He shoots very well done, high quality studio like photography and. Um, I know he does some video, but I know his main niche is getting some yeah. very, like, realistic, big, grand-scale, like, photography. And, like, are you excited to work with him? Or, yeah, tell, tell me, tell, yeah, just just tell me about that. Like, how is that feeling? It's coming up fairly soon, and, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited. I think... I'm weird. I don't like I don't like fangirl over anybody necessarily, but I over him I really feel like I am really impressed by his creativity. Like um I also appreciate like his perfectionism that I feel like he puts into things. Like I feel like we have very similar um ideals, I guess, as far like not saying that we like make the same things, but I'm just saying like we have similar ideals, it seems like, you know, as far as like how we process things. Um you know, and so I, I'm really excited to, like, see what he comes up with. Because the other thing is, like, 
it's like oddly enough I have not had anyone else shoot me for a very long time like as far as a photo shoot so that's going to be interesting I think we're going to be doing like four different shoots to be honest with you because I, I literally am only flying out to Pittsburgh to see him which um I think is not normal because <laughs> he was like usually people come out here and they're super busy and like initially he was like do you want to film for four hours? And like, I waited like two weeks and then I finally messaged him and I was like, um, so like, I'm going to be in Pittsburgh for a whole day. And like, I'm just coming to see you. So like, is there any way we can shoot for longer than four hours? And he was like, you want to shoot for longer than four hours? I'm like, yeah, I'll shoot all day. <laughs> he was like, really? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, he was like, I was like, you're the only reason I'm coming out there. And then he was like, oh, nobody's ever done that before. So I was like, oh gosh, why am I always the weird one, right? <laughs> so I'm kind of excited because I was like, yeah, we're just going to spend the whole day. I'm literally just going out there to shoot with him and I'm flying right back. So like I fly out, be there like Saturday at noon or something. And then I fly back home and I'll be back to here in like 4 p.m. on Sunday or something. But um, I'm definitely excited to see what he comes up with. I just feel like, like I actually used to model when I was a kid. I could have been probably a bigger model or something if I, uh, my family didn't have the money for me to do it. But um, anyways, it was, so I haven't shot with anybody for a long time. So I'm really excited just to see a different perspective because I feel like the cool thing about photography is like, I'm going to take photos, like how I see myself, right? I feel like other people take photos how they see you. And I've always appreciated like kind of the emotion behind photography in the way that like people will show you a side to yourself that maybe you didn't even see. Right. And so I always enjoy seeing like work coming from other people because it's like you get to look at yourself in a different light. Right. So I'm definitely excited because like for one, I have no idea what we're shooting. So it's going to be like a surprise for me too. And then, um, for two, I'm just like excited to see how his, he works. I mean, just kind of the behind the scenes of things. Um, I'm excited to not have to film myself <laughs> for once, like, and just have somebody kind of like take the reins. Um, it seems like he's very much so like into creative flow. So I get to kind of have a lot of free range with it. So that's really cool and was refreshing. Um, and then, yeah, I told him, I was like, you know, realistically, I was like, if he likes me enough, right. I was like, maybe I'll go out there like once a year and shoot with him. Cause I think that, um, he seems like a really cool dude and somebody I can have a really good rapport with. And that's kind of what I want is like, you know, to find people that, cause it's like, I do like doing this. I really do find a lot of passion and pleasure in it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if I can find like some really cool people to make content with, and maybe that want to like collab on ideas with me and stuff like that. I definitely want to like going forward, um, have more of those types of relationships. So hopefully, hopefully it all goes well, but yeah, I am, I'm actually really excited. I have, uh, not flown Jack (laughs) ever besides one time in my life. So this is my first flight ever, like by myself. So I am slightly, um, like concerned, (laughs) Because I'm like, I've never really been to the airport by myself. But I was like, I'm going to do this, and it's going to be fine. And then I go to Vegas in, like, two weeks, too. So I'm like, <laughs> we're going to get used to it really quick. So I promise you, you will be, I mean, as as Jack the Norm, <laughs> um, promise you, um, wherever you're flying out of, you will be taken care of. I mean. Oh, yeah. It's a small airport. And then I go to another town. Like, I have a layover in a town that I know fairly well, too. Like, it's still in Minnesota. So I'm like, yeah. So I was like, it's not going to be horrible. You know, it's just like, 
um, once I get to Pittsburgh, kind of like maneuvering, but it should be fine. I'm like, I'm not too stressed about it. It's just weird a little bit, like being like, I'm going to be away from my kids, but they'll be fine and it'll be fun. I'm excited. I'm very excited to start traveling this year. That should be, yeah, that should be awesome. And yeah, like you were saying, we're building a rapport. Um, yeah, it, it's important to do that. Um, like that that's what I've been trying to slowly start doing. Um, I think the two that I have a good rapport with so far is um Ash and uh Pog. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. Sometimes you find someone you shoot with and you're like, Man, we vibe really well, we make good work and then, you know, you just build upon those um, you know, relationships and it's always good. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely do that. That's always good. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nike's a good dude, and I, I, I am expecting you guys to make some bomb-ass shit, not... I think it's gonna be fun. Like, I think he's not gonna realize how ridiculous I am until I get there. <laughs> I'm hoping it'll be fun for him, though. I, I mean, we talked on the phone, and it seemed like it was, but I'm kind of a... I'm an interesting character, so it'll be fun. It'll be, it'll be fun. I'm excited to act out some scenes and wear some fun outfits and nice that should be a good time should be a good time um yeah. any other uh collaborations any with models by any chance coming up either? or models so this is what i've got in my head right now so um i and i go to vegas on the 24th this i'm hype about because i'm actually in a slight vacation a little bit too um i see uh surreal i'm trying to think okay so on twitter he's surreal for toes on instagram he was yes. um I think it was just surreal toes. It's Jay. Do you know you know who I'm talking about, right? Okay. His profile got deleted though, like on Instagram. So I was like, I don't know what is going on. I think he's got surreal the sequel now. It's the second page that he just barely opened up. So um on Instagram. But anyways, I work with him on the 24th. And that's gonna be fun because like I actually like he actually sent me out like some prop outfits. So we have like some cool, like I think we're gonna do quite a few different shoots, obviously geared towards foot fetish. Um, but they're going to be fun. Like, they're not going to just be, like, basic stuff. Like, I was like, we're definitely going to have some fun with them. Um, and it sounds like he's pretty game for pretty much everything I want to do. So that's kind of fun. Like, to have a photographer that's just like, yes, all the things. So um, he's been really sweet and helpful. And I think we're going to have a really good time in Vegas. Um, and then also, uh, I know I'm going to go see Princess Ashburns. We planned for May. So I'm going to drive out to her and then hopefully like, I mean, I'll probably just film us um, and bring lighting and stuff like that. Um, Princess or not princess (laughs) Ruby um, reached out to me too. Um, I think she might be meeting with you. That's what I'm thinking. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So um, I may or may not join in like when she's in your area, we'll see. And then um, Jezebel Juice is like one of my favorite foot models. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's picked up on that yet. Um, so I finally got a hold of her and she's like, yes, I will absolutely collab with you. So I'm going to do everything in my power to get down to Georgia this year um, for sure. So I know that like I have a few buddies down there. I know, um, you know, there's a, a model that's down there. I don't want to like name people because I don't know if they want people to know where they're at. Um and then I have uh, another like creator friend that has a pa- giantess page um, that also lives down there that I talk to a lot. And I do yoga with 
via webcam all the time, so he'll know exactly who I'm talking about. But um, yeah, he lives down there too. So I was like, it'd be cool because I actually have like a few different people down there. So I really do want to get out to Georgia. And if I could film the Jezebel Juice, I would be so happy. Like <laughs> she's one of my faves. Like I enjoy her a lot. She's got a really good vibe and she's a really nice person and I just enjoy her. So um so yeah, and then I know at some point I really do want to go to Florida. I know Pog's in Florida. Um and I want to, because um, that's also where Jay lives. So basically he was like, well, if this photo shoot goes well, maybe we'll do something in Florida. So um, I do turn 30 this year. So I keep thinking, what do I want to do for my 30th birthday? I was like, well, what would be better than going to Florida and shooting a bunch of content and like having some drinks? So um, I may or may not make that happen too, but that's kind of like the year in a lump sum besides obviously working with you whenever, I think we said April, maybe? Yes, April, because like I, because there was a point where you, Ruby, and Pog were trying to get in for like the first three months of this year. And I'm like, y'all, I, I love all three of you. It's not but, happening. <laughs> I mean, I need to space these yeah. out decently, but it's going to happen this year. So yeah, April for sure, because like I said, you're not too far from No, me. I, that's why I was like, I'm just going to drive out to Ashburn because I was like, that's eh, not even that bad. Like, I'm just going to go over a long weekend yeah. or something and hang out so yeah exactly so i figured so like i said as soon as the weather starts to finally please turn for the better um it should be easily logistically for me to just be like i can just pop up there myself and take a you know nice little drive so it was like 37 degrees today i was like is this for real yeah i know people i I mean whenever whenever i told paul it's like oh my god it's 40 degrees it's so great she's like what like that sounds terrible like you don't understand uh <laughs> no idea what it's like up here in the tundra yeah. Midwest but yeah that sounds like got a lot going on um like uh like there's so many things that are going on i know a lot of people are going to uh i just found out about this size con yeah i heard about that too and i'm like that's in june and i'm like but it, they've been like gone for a couple of years because of a uh, pandemic. So when I heard they were coming back, I'm like, damn, but that's so close. And I already have a shoot plan because that's when Ruby's coming down to me. So I said, I can't do it this year, but next year I will be there. And then there's a uh, FETCON in August in Florida. Yeah. And that's what I had thought about too, was like, cause I'm actually off that weekend. Like I had took some time off already the same weekend so then I was like, my birthday's in September, like beginning of September. So I was like, well, maybe, because I was like, I think that's in Florida, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I had thought about. Otherwise, there's this one festival that I wanted to go to in Florida. But then sadly, I told Pog about it. And then she was like, I'm at a different festival that weekend. So I was like, dang. So it's just coordinating, too. And then obviously, like money-wise, too, um, just traveling in general. Oh, yeah. But... Definitely, yeah. Um. It's a lot going on, but it sounds like uh, this should be a pretty overall big year for you to be collaborating with other uh, editors and models, and just should be a bomb ass time. So, um, I see we're an hour and almost 14 minutes in, so we'll go ahead and wrap this up. But before we go ahead and sign off, where can the lovely people find your content? Um, I'll put it in the description of this episode, of course, but I know your name has had to be changed because IG's on their usual bullshit and <laughs> yeah so 
Um, I'm going to be doing some weird stuff on IG soon. I don't know. I think I'm going to have one page that's going to be straight up just like reels videos and maybe one that's just photos. And I just want to see what happens because <laughs> I have no idea why I keep getting deleted. I honestly, last time I got deleted, I literally, um, they told me that they recommended against something, but it wasn't against the guidelines. I deleted it per their recommendation. And then I came back and my whole account was deleted. And I was like, but I deleted the thing. So I have no idea what happened. Um, so right now I have love alpha MB is my one, I think with more followers, but like I said, I haven't really posted much on Instagram since I deleted. Um, and then I have miss envious alpha and they're both like linked. Like if you go to love alpha MB, you can see miss envious alpha on my profile and you can click them and follow them but i'm thinking um miss envious alpha will be my video page and then photos will go on the love alpha envy but then also i have my only fans um that's where i'm probably going to be posting most of my content like that i'm taking for shoots um so if people want more of that that's probably where i'm going to be posting the majority of it um twitter i'm probably going to start doing a lot more on including videos. I know videos aren't super popular on Twitter, but I'm probably just going to use TikTok to make them. Um, so Twitter is probably the best place to follow me. And that's still alpha for MB. They haven't deleted me. I've had it for the whole time. So I think that's where I'm going to put a large part of my effort um, now, just because I probably won't get deleted. So then at least you guys can go back and enjoy stuff. So, um, and then, yeah, I did open like a clip store too. So I think I have on many vids. So that's kind of what I've been using for a clip store. And I'll start adding to that more as we get into some extra shoots. I know people wanted me to do a tickle video and in Vegas, I'm going to do one. So. Ah, that should be fun. That should be fun. Nice, nice, nice. Um, yes. Um, definitely use Twitter now. I mean, not Twitter now, but this is just a PSA, but yeah. Twitter is the um, place to go. Cause I'm like, yeah, I don't know what, and all of my posts that were flagged were giantess posts. Isn't that crazy? And it makes no sense. And I've seen other giantess posts that should get nuked for real more. Although, see titties just flying around on Instagram. But it's wild because my feed is, I mean, it's dirty. <laughs> so I was like, I have no yeah. idea how I'm getting deleted. And I'm watching and liking stuff that's like significantly worse than what I post. So I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. Um, but yeah, y'all. So, like, if you're seeing your favorite models getting nuked and whatnot, that's been typical on Twitter. It's not. You know, it, it kind of sucks, but that's where we are at now. Yeah. Um. Thank you for being on the podcast. Um. I'll yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I'm doing my hair as we talk, so I have achieved something. <laughs> Tasking at its finest. That's what we do here on this damn podcast. <laughs> anyway, people, that was Alpha for Envy. If you need to find your boy, that would be Jack the Spec at Instagram, that would be jackthespec underscore. On Twitter, that would be at jackthespec. Patreon.com slash jackthespec. I'm going to make an OnlyFans. It's going to be free, but you guys just got to buy the, you know, longer stuff, but free and moodier stuff on there that I can't post on Instagram. And at jackthespec. Anyway, homies, I will see you guys next time. Bye.